My name is Zach Arnold. I'm a Hollywood film and television editor, a documentary director, father of two, and creator of Optimize Yourself. Since beginning my career, I have battled attention issues, anxiety, and creative burnout more times than I can keep track of. Back in 2005, after almost losing the battle with suicidal depression, I decided that I no longer wanted to sacrifice myself for the sake of my career. I was done barely surviving. I wanted to thrive. Since then, I have obsessively searched for every possible way to optimize my own creative performance. My journey is far from complete, but I have now made it my mission to shorten your learning curve so you can forge your own path to greatness without having to sacrifice balance in the process. Now it's time to start designing the optimized version of you. Hello and welcome to a special episode of the Optimize Yourself podcast, where I provide my articles in audio form so you have the opportunity to listen instead of sit and read if that is your preference. My hope is that you're going to use this opportunity to get up and step away from your chair for the next 20 minutes and build the habit of moving more throughout your workday. The following is a reading of my article titled, Seven Simple Hacks to Minimize Your Smartphone Addiction and Maximize Creativity, which can be found at optimizeyourself.me slash smartphone hacks. I hope that the ideas in this article inspire you to take some action in your life. The reading will begin after a brief moment to recognize the sponsors that literally make this show possible. Thank you so much for your patience and support. This episode is made possible by Storyblocks, formerly known as Graphic Stock, a company that I have trusted for years with many of my website and podcast images and artwork. I am super picky about the quality of the work that I do, and Storyblocks passes the test, which is why I am proud to now have them as a sponsor. If you go to optimizeyourself.me slash storyblocks, you can literally download anything from their library of over 400,000 stunning photos, textures, images, and icons free for seven days, and also unlock discounts on millions more items. Just go to optimizeyourself.me slash storyblocks, S-T-O-R-Y-B-L-O-C-K-S. This episode is made possible by The Human Charger a revolutionary new light therapy device made specifically for people who spend long days in the dark and don't get enough sunlight, i.e. you and me. Simply put in the earbuds for 12 minutes a day to drastically increase your energy, improve your mood, and increase mental alertness and focus. To learn more, visit optimizeyourself.me slash humancharger and use the code OPTIMIZE to get 20% off your order. This episode is made possible by AeroDriven, the makers of the Topomat, my number one recommendation for anyone interested in moving more at their height-adjustable workstation. The Topomat is scientifically proven to help you move more throughout your day, which helps reduce discomfort and also increase your focus and productivity. To learn more, visit optimizeyourself.me slash topo. That's T-O-P-O. Okay, it's time to be honest with yourself. When is the last time that you and your smartphone were more than five feet away from each other? If you're not staring at it right now, well, it's probably in your pocket. When it's not in your pocket, it's charging within arm's reach. If it's not within arm's reach, or God forbid you can't find it, you most likely feel anxious and you can't focus until it's in your grasp again. If you're driving, it's either in your lap or it's in the cup holder next to you. And when you're sleeping, it is most likely charging right next to your head. Now, if any or all of these sound familiar, you are not alone. 
Smartphone addiction has become an epidemic, and that addiction is no accident. Smartphone users now check their phones upwards of 150 times per day, and the top 10% of users touch their phones over 5,400 times a day. Your smartphone apps are specifically designed to hold as much of your attention as possible. The longer that you spend inside the apps, the more money the companies like Facebook and Twitter make off of you stealing your attention. Unfortunately, your attention is a finite resource, and every second that you give it away to your smartphone, you are losing exponentially greater amounts of your creativity in return. If your livelihood depends on your ability to generate creative ideas consistently, being distracted is simply bad for business. So here are seven hacks to help you minimize your smartphone addiction and maximize your creativity. Addiction by design. Have you ever wondered why you feel so compelled to continue scrolling through the latest posts on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or the hundreds of other social media apps? If you think that it's just me and that you have no willpower or control, you couldn't be further from the truth. The reason that you are so drawn to your smartphone is called the slot machine effect, and it's 100% intentional, deliberate, and precisely calculated by app developers to ensure that you never want to leave. This desire that you have to see if there is quote-unquote just one more cool picture or funny post is called intermittent variable rewards. And according to Tristan Harris, who's the founder of the Time Well Spent movement and a former Google design ethicist, it's why you are okay walking around with a slot machine in your pocket all day long despite the fact that it's hijacking your creativity, training you to live in a constant state of distraction, and possibly even hurting your personal relationships. And note, those are relationships with real people, not avatars or people with the at sign before their name. When we pull our phone out of our pocket, we're playing a slot machine to see what notifications we got, what new emails we got, to see what photo comes next. If you want to maximize addictiveness, all tech designers need to do is link a user's action with a variable reward, according to Harris. So every time you make that gentle swiping motion with your thumb to refresh your feed, you are pulling the lever of the slot machine, hoping that the next image, the next post, the next email will give you that oh-so-pleasurable dopamine hit, all while your ability to step into the zone and experience a state of creative flow is all but destroyed. The Cost of Distraction Before I go any further, I already know that you are different. You're good at multitasking, right? You can do intense creative work while also keeping up with email, text notifications, your Twitter feed, and all breaking news notifications. But here's the thing, you are not good at multitasking. The human brain is simply not capable of focusing on more than one complex task at a time. And every time that you allow yourself to be interrupted, your productivity plummets by over 40%. Moreover, if you do happen to be in an uninterrupted state of deep work, every single time that you just take a second to check your phone because of a notification or just because you feel the need to pull the lever again, it takes you an average of 23 and a half minutes to get back into your state of deep work. So if you find yourself working 60 hours or more a week trying to meet your deadlines, 
yet you feel like all you do is spin your wheels, it could be because upwards of 25 of those hours were mostly wasted by either checking in with your smartphone or spending the extra time necessary to re-enter your state of creative flow. Seven simple phone hacks to steal back your creativity. If your intention is to steal back your time, your energy, and your attention from your smartphone, below I have listed seven simple hacks to do so. But keep in mind that I deliberately use the word simple because most of these are not easy. Given the intimate relationship that you've developed with your smartphone, it is going to take time to accept these changes into your life and undo all of the addictive behaviors that you've become accustomed to. Now note that these are listed in order of the least severe to the most severe, and you most likely won't need to take all seven steps. The key is to work through them in order from top to bottom. And if after doing any given step for a few days, you still don't see a reduction in your smartphone addiction, just move on to the next step to see if that helps you reach your desired level of smartphone interaction. Pre-production. Now, before jumping in and making changes, it is imperative that you develop awareness of your current smartphone usage and behaviors. What you measure, you can improve upon. Without awareness and measurement, there can be no change. So before jumping into these seven simple hacks, I recommend that you download the Moment app, which is basically Fitbit for your iPhone usage. It's gonna help you track how many times you check your phone throughout the day, how many total minutes, and you can also track individual app usage as well. And if you wanna learn more about how the Moment app can help you drastically reduce your iPhone addiction, you can listen to my podcast interview with the app designer himself, Kevin Holish, and that's optimizeyourself.me slash episode 38. Hack number one, turn off non-essential notifications. Remember, I said simple, not easy. Most people live and die by their notifications and have become Pavlov's dog. Each ding, buzz, and chime induces a pleasurable dopamine hit to the brain. And each of these hits feeds the habit loop and it induces the craving for more notifications. Rinse, lather, repeat. If you intend to regularly get into and stay in a state of creative flow and accomplish meaningful work, the first step is no longer allowing the urgent needs of others to interrupt your focus and creativity. Turn off all non-essential communications, including all social media notifications, all news feeds and alerts, all game updates and messages, email notifications for non-essential accounts, and all badges. And those are the red dots that give you heart palpitations with your number of unread messages. The only notifications or badges that I still allow on my phone are related to my tasks, my team activity, or making sure that I'm available to family and close friends. So here are the only notifications or badges that I still receive on my phone, text messages, and no other IM applications. Slack notifications, which I often mute or I also have in Do Not Disturb mode, Trello notifications, OmniFocus badges for my to-do list, and Strides badges, which is an app that I use to track my daily habits. I also work in Do Not Disturb mode as my default, and I always have my phone set to silent, which means that I never hear text messages or notifications, but the most important notifications are available to read when I check my home screen again. To ensure that the most important people in my life can get a hold of me in case of emergency, I've added them to my favorites list, and this means that their phone calls can still go through. 
And if you don't have to worry about emergencies, I highly recommend working in airplane mode as your default instead of do not disturb. Hack number two, make your screen black and white. If you're having a hard time living without notifications or badges, and you find yourself anxiously wondering what you've missed, the next step is reducing the allure of your smartphone and those bright red dots and pretty pictures. If you think that it's an accident that the little badges for your unread messages are red, think again. This is yet another very calculated decision by app designers to make you feel like every update, every message, and every like is urgent and it demands your utmost attention. Furthermore, there is a reason that Facebook spent $1 billion to acquire Instagram, because scrolling through a feed that's filled with pretty pictures makes you want to scroll for more pretty pictures. The more they capture your attention, the more revenue that they generate. You will be amazed at how much less time that you want to spend on your phone when it's 100% black and white. Those urgent notification badges simply blend into the background and they become almost invisible. And the photos of delicious meals, vast landscapes, or inspirational quotes start to feel pretty bland. And best of all, in black and white, President Trump is no longer orange. So hopefully by now, your desire to pull the slot machine lever is quickly dissipating. So here's how to go grayscale if you have an iPhone. Just go to Settings, General, and Accessibility. And then you want to select your display accommodations and color filters, and then just select the On button and select Grayscale. Now this process differs considerably through a wide range of Android devices, but basically, in general, you're going to find this option available via Settings and Accessibility. Hack number three only keep your most frequently used tools on your homepage. If turning off notifications and also going grayscale still aren't enough to eliminate your need to constantly check in and respond, it's time to introduce a little feng shui to your smartphone. There is no doubt that when you unlocked your phone, you had the best of intentions. I'm just gonna respond to this one email. But as you unlock your home screen, you are inundated with no less than eight different apps with red badges that demand your immediate attention. That's how responding to one email becomes 45 minutes of checking up on social media notifications, doing just one more level of whatever game you enjoy, and getting sucked into the 24-7 black hole that we now call breaking news. Instead of having all of your most important apps on your home screen, try moving any apps with notifications or red badges to a different screen and keep only the tools that enhance your creativity and productivity on your home screen. If it's not a tool, it belongs somewhere else. Think about it. When was the last time that you felt a compulsion to just check in on Google Maps? Probably never. Keep this in mind with every tool that you allow in the precious real estate that is your smartphone's home screen. Hack number four, set your phone out of reach and out of sight when doing creative work. You've turned off notifications, your phone is painfully boring in black and white, and your home screen is no longer any fun, yet you still feel the need to just check on the time, your email, or what's happening on Facebook or Snapchat. Or perhaps while doing creative work, you suddenly find yourself unlocking your phone, not even because you want to, but because it's just become muscle memory. Don't panic, you can still overcome this addiction. All you have to do is physically remove your phone from sight and place it somewhere out of arm's reach. 
as long as your phone is far enough away that you have to remove your hands from your keyboard and physically step away from your workstation, the likelihood that you're going to want to check in every two minutes drastically drops. I personally charge my phone on a side table next to the couch in my office. This introduces just enough friction that the check-in would require me to walk all the way around my workstation to the other end of the room. Given that my phone is always in do not disturb mode, once it's out of sight, it's out of mind, and I can go an hour or two before I realize that I haven't checked it at all, which works to my benefit, but my wife isn't always happy about this particular hack. And a bonus, if you want to go to the next level and start your day off with creative thoughts rather than immediately getting sucked into other people's agendas, charge your phone outside of your bedroom. Hack number five, install the Space app to become more mindful about why you need to use certain apps. Now things are getting pretty serious. All notifications are off, your screen is black and white, you've buried all of the apps that you're addicted to deep into other screens and menus, and you have to physically walk somewhere else to check your phone, yet you still can't quit. You wanna pull that slot machine lever just one more time. I'm also sensing that you probably had a mini stroke after skimming down below to hack number six to see that I recommend deleting all news, social media, and email apps from your phone completely. Now, if you're not ready to go nuclear quite yet, what's the next option? Now it's time to force yourself to ask the question, why do I need to check my phone right now? My recommendation is to install the Space app which was designed by developers who also developed the algorithms that make your smartphone apps as addictive as humanly possible, so they understand what it requires to help you use them less instead of more. Space simply loads a moment of zen before your app loads. By doing so, it short circuits the instant gratification mechanism that's triggered when you check into your apps. So just these few moments of space forces you to ask yourself a very important question. Am I opening this app because I need to or just because I can? Hack number six, uninstall all social media, news, messaging, games, and email apps from your phone. And no, this isn't a typo. Unfortunately, you've worked through the previous five hacks, but no matter what steps you take, you can't rid yourself of the desire to check in or play just one more level. Even though you clearly know that constantly distracting yourself is destroying your creativity, staying up to date on every single Facebook notification and every tweet is just too important. You just can't help yourself. It is time to go nuclear. This step is the epitome of simple but not easy. You no doubt are very clear on the steps required to delete an app from your phone, but can you actually pull the trigger? Before going into full-blown panic, remember that after deleting your apps, they still exist, and you're still going to have all of your friends. You can still choose to install your apps again in the future. As a matter of fact, if permanently deleting all offending apps seems like too much, simply make it a rule that when you're done using an app, you delete it. Then when you want to use the app again, you just have to reinstall it and log in. Similar to moving your phone to the other side of the room, reinstalling an app provides just enough friction that you'll most likely choose not to do that action 50 times a day. But if you truly need to use the app for something important, that one extra minute to install it again isn't a big deal. 
A second option that I often use is to log into social media or email via my phone's web browser. And this works perfectly because most apps and mobile web browsers really suck. Seriously, just try using Facebook for any length of time in a mobile web browser. It is an awful user experience. This crappy user experience is just enough to keep me from getting sucked into the app, but if I'm on the go and I know that there's something important to address, I can always log in quickly via a web browser to take care of business. All right, so Facebook and social media apps are one thing, but now it's time to address the 800-pound gorilla in the room. There is no way on earth that you can function without email on your phone. Not having 24-7 access to email is impossible. People expect you to respond immediately, and you have to know what's going on every minute of the day. Without obsessively keeping up with your inbox, the project that you're working on will simply crumble to the ground, not to mention every single personal professional relationship. In short, without email, your world will stop spinning. Or will it? I don't remember the last time that I had an email app installed on my phone, yet I manage six different email addresses and I routinely have fewer than 25 unread messages amongst all of those accounts combined. I have a team of four people that are helping me with this blog and this podcast. I'm editing at least one network TV series at any given time for 50 or more hours per week. I have two young kids and I'm scheduling a minimum of four to eight podcast guests per month. So how is it possible that the earth continues to spin on its axis if I don't constantly keep up with my email? It is as simple as this. I treat my email exactly the same way that I treat my laundry. Would you run a load of wash if you had one single dirty sock? Well, you shouldn't stop your entire day or interrupt your creative flow for one single email either. Do you know what happens when you stop responding to social media posts and emails immediately? Nothing absolutely nothing. Instead of becoming Pavlov's dog to your social media and email notifications, try being intentional about when you are going to specifically process social media and email. I schedule time blocks throughout my day where I am 100% intentional about my use of social media and email, and my level of focus when processing notifications and inboxes is equal to the amount of focus that I bring to much more demanding creative tasks. And as a bonus, if you feel that your job would be in jeopardy by not responding to emails immediately, my recommendation would be to create a work-specific email address so that you know if you receive an email, it requires a response. But it's not going to get mixed up with the other 150 junk messages, newsletters, or quick check-ins from friends or family. Hack number seven, install the Freedom app to block all offending websites. If you've worked through all six of the previous hacks, but you still can't stop yourself from constantly refreshing Facebook, Gmail, or your favorite news apps right in your mobile web browser, it's time to make it literally impossible to log into anything that steals your attention and robs you of your creativity. It is time for freedom. Freedom is an app that you can use across all of your devices and web browsers, so this will help you stay away from all offending sites on your smartphone, laptop, and your main workstation simultaneously via one simple dashboard. You can customize which sites you want to block, and more importantly, you can set a specific period of time. So this doesn't mean that all hope is lost forever. You can check back into all of your favorite social media sites, news sites, and your email after your creative work is done. 
And if you want to learn more about freedom, it's at freedom.to. The tip of the iceberg. Managing all of the distractions that your smartphone creates is the tip of a much deeper iceberg if you want to maximize your focus and creativity. So if you're interested in developing laser-sharp focus and taking real action towards the most important goals in your life, having complete clarity on what needs to get done, and having 100% confidence that you are doing what's necessary, then I invite you to join the waitlist for my brand new Focus Yourself program so you are the first to know when beta enrollment opens, and you'll also get a steep discount. I'll even send you my 50-page ultimate guide to optimizing your creativity and avoiding burnout as a bonus. If you want to learn more about joining the Focus Yourself waitlist, just go to optimizeyourself.me focus. I hope you enjoyed the reading of my article, Seven Simple Hacks to Minimize Your Smartphone Addiction and Maximize Creativity, which can be found at optimizeyourself.me slash smartphone hacks if you want to find any of the links available that I mentioned in the show. I hope that you were inspired to take action in your life and that this article gave you the opportunity to step away from your desk and incorporate just a little bit of movement into your workday. Thank you for listening. Be well. This episode is made possible by Storyblocks, formerly known as Graphic Stock, a company that I have trusted for years with many of my website and podcast images and artwork. I don't know about you, but I'm often desperately searching at the last minute for a quick photo, an image, vector, or just a simple icon, and a Google search for images that I don't have the right to use anyway just doesn't cut it. So instead, I head over to Storyblocks. Unlike a lot of stock companies that really only have boring corporate images that, let's be honest, belong in the category of who would even use this crap, Storyblocks has over 400,000 stunning photos, textures, images, and icons. I am super picky about the quality of the work that I do, and Storyblocks passes the test, which is why I am proud to now have them as a sponsor. If you go to optimizeyourself.me slash storyblocks, you can literally download anything from their library of over 400,000 items free for seven days and also unlock discounts on millions more items. That's optimizeyourself.me slash storyblocks. S-T-O-R-Y-B-L-O-C-K-S. This episode of the Optimize Yourself podcast was made possible by The Human Charger a revolutionary new light therapy device made specifically for people who spend long days in the dark and don't get enough sunlight, i.e. you and me. It's not a light box. It's smaller than an iPod Nano, and it fits right in your pocket. Now, no different than listening to music, all you have to do is simply put in the earbuds for 12 minutes a day to receive your daily recommended dosage of UV-free white light. This light stimulates the photosensitive receptors in your brain, which then affects your neurochemistry via neurotransmitters such as serotonin, dopamine, and noradrenaline. Doing so can drastically increase your energy, improve your mood, and increase mental alertness and focus. This device has literally changed my life, and I use it every morning without fail. To learn more, visit optimizeyourself.me slash humancharger and use the code OPTIMIZE to get 20% off your order. This episode of the Optimize Yourself podcast was made possible by ErgoDriven, the makers of the Topo Mat and Topo Mini, my number one recommendations for anyone interested in moving more at their height-adjustable workstation. Listen, standing desks are only great if you're standing well. Otherwise, you're constantly fighting fatigue and chronic pain. 
Not like any other anti-fatigue mat, the Topo is scientifically proven to help you move more throughout the day, which helps reduce discomfort and also increase your focus and productivity. My friends at ErgoDriven did extensive testing and compared their product to the top-of-the-line floor mats, and they found the Topo drove almost two and a half more moves per minute with 270% more foot motion. Now, what this simply means is that the Topo users move more. I'm standing on one as I read this, and I don't go to a single job without it. And if you're smaller and you're concerned the Topo mat is too big, or you simply don't have the floor space, there's a Topo Mini for that. To learn more, visit optimizeyourself.me slash Topo. That's T-O-P-O.